People didn't like the start of the introduction, the introduction to the introduction. They thought it was way too casual. And you know what I have to say to that? Screw them. Screw them. Haters going to hate. <laughs> We're going to do our own thing. We're not going to be like every other podcast out there that just throws a random intro at you and just – we're going to be ourselves and we're going to be true to ourselves. And that means we're going to have a little bit of fun with these intros. So cue that music. Aiden. <laughs> Three, two, one. This is forthcoming. We're your hosts, Aiden Shank and Brendan Chafin. Brendan, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Aiden? I'm just swell. I had a media interview earlier, I about saw. like two hours ago, maybe. Yeah. How did that go? I think well. Good. <laughs> now you can't. Be I'll thinking. listen it. No, I'll listen to it back and be way too hard on listen, myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know that you did great. I sat through some of the mock interviews. I heard you while I was doing my work over there, and I, I think you did pretty good. I haven't, I haven't listened to it, but I know you did good. I don't think. <laughs> but anyways, what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about confrontation because we'll be going over a lot of different ideas in this podcast uh-huh. and covering many different topics that you can use and apply to expressing your beliefs as a conservative. Yeah. Uh, but now, starting off, we're going to be talking about today uh, when you should bring those beliefs to the table and when you should choose to speak up. Yeah, and how do you think we should start to bring those beliefs to the table, and where should we bring those beliefs to the table? Well, you got to be smart about it. Uh, there's a lot of different situations where it might not be the best idea. You have to think everybody's in a different place in their lives. True. Uh, if you're working somewhere super liberal and you're happy with your job, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just have to be more selective in when you and, and what you say. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. What, where do you want to take it from there? Well, I think that's important to note that if you do work at a liberal place and you love it, you probably like the people. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're more likely to be inclined to not even want to conversate with them because you agree with them about things that aren't political. Um, so, right. I think that if you don't want to debate or confrontate, then, yeah, there's obviously no reason to. But don't be afraid to if they do say something that goes down your throat or they push something that you don't like don't be afraid to push back and give them your interview because you can sit and talk in a respectful way and be confrontational with each other while still managing a good relationship Mm -hmm. and i think that's the most important thing is that people realize or think that you have to give up one for the other an important relationship for confrontation or something like that but you don't have to burn a bridge when you get into a confrontation right. with someone, you can still have that healthy talk. As well, you know, I mean, I'm sure exactly. you have the yeah. same thing. Yeah, I have, yeah. I have plenty of liberal friends, yeah. and that's totally fine. Like, we, you can agree to disagree mm-hmm. in plenty of situations, um, and then once in a while, a conversation might arise, and you might be thrown into a, a situation where you have to defend your beliefs or at least talk to them yeah. about them. And, again, that's also fine. And as long as both of you are being respectful, there's no reason why that should create any tension or animosity between you two. Yeah. Um, so, but like I was saying, it's a case by case situation. Yeah. Um, sometimes you're talking about people who are coming to you hostile, mm-hmm. and you need to know how to handle that yeah. and be firm in your beliefs as well. Yeah. Uncompromising. Yeah, because when we talk about confrontation, it's not just about, we're not saying don't be confrontational or saying that you shouldn't be. We're saying that if you're confronted, then you should be confrontational back 
don't just be, go out of your way to be confrontational all the time. That's that's not good. That's a toxic trait, obviously, because I wouldn't like that if someone was going out of their way to be confrontational to me all the time. Mm-hmm. But obviously, this is what we're trying to promote. If someone is being confrontational to you as a conservative, do not hesitate for fear of loss of your job or for fear of losing your status in that type of society or hierarchy that you're working in. Don't be afraid to lose that. Don't be afraid to push your views out there when someone's pushing on you because if more conservatives did that, yeah. less would be afraid to join in. Yeah, exactly. And then we wouldn't even have to be referring to ourselves as some type of silent majority or silent mm-hmm. minority because we could all just be, you know, going off the First Amendment, which is what the founding fathers intended, which is to have free flowing political discourse. And that's what we mainly right. advocate for as conservatives, because I know speaking from experience and me and you have talked about it before, I, we're always willing to sit down and talk with someone who thinks differently from us. And we'll see past that at the end of the day and be friends. Mm-hmm. I know I talked before about being really close to the black student union who are adv- like very uh, prominent BLM supporters on my campus. Right. So obviously I disagree with BLM, but past all of the political views, we have so much more in common than we do not mm-hmm. in common. And that's the things that we really try to promote. So, yeah, you disagree with, the Black Lives Matter movement, not yeah. the not the phrase. Black yeah, Lives yeah, Matter. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. And also, I don't want anybody to listen to this podcast and then go find the nearest liberal and start debating. Yeah, them. no, that's, that's not what saying. we mean by confrontation. What we mean is being able to defend your beliefs. Yeah, knowing like we're what like we've been talking about just today, knowing when to. If somebody, if if you're put into a situation, stand firm and don't don't let yourself be pushed over in fear out of fear of any type of social pressure or of as i mentioned earlier um creating tension or animosity between the two yeah because right now as a conservative in this society we are always on the defense it's always three step forwards from the left towards us and then they take one step back and let us basically have negative two steps and what we need to be doing is instead of just letting us attack them attack us we need to go out more on the offensive and try to stand up for ourselves so we're not losing any ground to begin with and if anything we should probably be the ones gaining ground we should be the one taking three steps forward and one step back because if we don't we're going to keep losing this culture war like we're already doing and that and us losing the culture war is the reason why we're afraid to speak mm-hmm. up in the first place so to reclaim that we need to go a little bit more on the offensive and not be afraid to stick up for what we believe in when we are confronted with people calling us racist homophobic or bigoted just because we believe in a pro america first capitalist society that's right. not what those beliefs are and we need to, we need to specify and not be afraid to say that's not what they are well here's the nature of liberalism progress yeah right so if Somebody's arguing for traditionalism and somebody's arguing for progress. You guys meet right in the middle at a little bit of progress. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then you're compromising. Like you said, um, instead of taking the well, the liberals will take an argument three steps forward and then one step back. Yeah. They'll meet right in the middle with a little bit of progress. Exactly. That like, builds up over yeah. time and then we lose the culture war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what we could be doing instead is progressively going towards traditional values Mm -hmm. instead of regressing towards those values like we're currently doing. There's a way to still be a progressive traditionalist because we're obviously not living in a traditionalist society right now. So if we start to be the ones to take those steps forward, as I mentioned earlier, then we will start being the quote unquote progressives in a traditional manner because we're not obviously pushing, you know, like the neo-Marxist views of wanting everything to be through equity. We obviously want things to stay equal. And I think us 
pushing traditionalism in a in that type of way is what we really need to focus on. You know, I'm I'm looking at someone and I'm saying, I'm not seeing you for the color of your skin. I'm seeing you of the content of your character because that mm-hmm. I mean that's basically what our values delve into. Like I'm not seeing you based off of you know black, white, Democrat, liberal. I'm seeing you as a human being, and what you do to me and say to me matters the most. So you treat me with respect, and I'll treat you with respect. Right, and. Uh, I think Milton Friedman put it really well with uh, about classical liberalism versus yeah. conservatism. Yeah. In a way, they're one of the two, uh, or two, <laughs> they're two of the same. Yeah, I know. What you mean. <laughs> uh, but also, like the biggest differentiating factor is strategy. Mm-hmm. So classical liberalism uh, would be. Um, Supporting traditional values, yeah, but doing it proactively. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's what we want every conservative um, to be is a classical liberal. Mm-hmm. And liberal, in its truest sense, means liberty. Yes. So <laughs> the word liberal in today's application, the modern application of that, of, of that word, um, is really a bastardization of what true liberty is because but, liberals yeah. aren't pro liberty. It's quite literally the opposite. They're <laughs> they're pro stronger government, they're pro less liberty as a matter of fact. So I think it is important that we really understand that classical liberalism and conservatism we're we're one and the same because we cannot be associated as classical liberals anymore because of that term. So we had to revert to the term conservatism. Yeah. Nobody understands the difference. No, no, the don't. similarities. Nobody understands that classical liberals and conservatives uh, uh, all argue for the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It, the difference, like I said, was just the strategy yeah, in doing it. Exactly. So. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that the more we focus on the fact that we can actually be proactive in promoting retroactive ideas. Mm, good is, way of putting it. We, yeah, because we absolutely can do that. Because like I said, we are in no sense in a we've never been actually in a conservative type society what I would say is what true traditional conservatism is because mm-hmm. true conservatism is everyone being equal or being seen equal so if people try to quote the 1960s or whatever is trying to be true conservatism that's not because obviously African Americans they weren't treated equal in the eyes of the law Correct. and before that women weren't treated in the eyes of the law and then before that you know, African-Americans were owned as property. So we've never actually seen true traditionalism or true conservatism in the form that we are currently advocating it for. And that's when we need to promote it. Like we Mm -hmm. don't need to, when we, like when we refer to the term, make America great again, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Like we're not (laughs) talking about making America to what it was. We're saying we need to instill the values of a nuclear family. And we need need to, to, we need to make America traditional again. Yes. And true traditionalism was never fully implemented in America. Yeah. So you could make the argument America was never truly great. I think America's always been great, and so it too. continues to be great now. Yeah, uh, it's a catchy term, mm-hmm. but in its truest sense, it's great now. Yeah, no, it absolutely um, is. But we can definitely go back further towards traditionalism in its theoretical sense, not in its practice. Yeah, uh, because, like you said, it's been the true conservatism has never been practiced. Yeah, because when they say, you know, traditionalism or make it great again, they're only talking about the certain values that were alive and what do make societies Mm -hmm. great. Like I said, the nuclear family 
uh, less government control, more liberty. That's all the things we're referring to when we're talking about making it great again because we lost a lot of those things. And obviously we did gain some good things. You know, we had the Civil Rights Act passed and the 19th Amendment, women got suffrage. So I think it's important to focus on the actual things we mean when we're talking about making our country great again or pushing for that the actual traditionalism or the actual conservatism we're mm-hmm. advocating for. We don't want to make this 1960s again. No, we, we don't. Wanna, we want to take the good values of traditionalism from that Yeah, and work from there because obviously the good traditions that were instilled in America that we've lost today, just returning back to that <laughs> is yeah. a good place to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so whenever you're confronted with people calling you a racist or a bigot or saying you want to go back to, you know, the, the civil rights era of America or the slavery era, uh, era of America, <laughs> then you, you tell them no. Like, you yeah. confront them back and say, no, that's absolutely not true. Conservatives have never, ever advocated for stuff like that. True conservatives. Those were not true conservatives. And I think that's the point we exactly. really need to make. So Trump was a classical liberal. Yes. Because he had he advocated for proactive change yes back towards traditionalism exactly Good he point. didn't say he didn't go into office and say i'm gonna keep america um traditional and i'm, I'm gonna make sure i protect the good values that are written in policy today yeah. he said we need to change the the term make america great again is a very social socially political uh, term yeah absolutely or slogan i guess uh, because he's talking about morals. Yeah. He's bringing America back to the good morals we had then. Um, none of the bad ones that don't reflect true conservatism. Yeah. And then working from there. Proactive conservatism, classical liberalism. Yeah, and then those of you who are at home right now thinking maybe, well, how's this plot of confrontation? This doesn't really seem like it. Well, it has everything to do with it. Because in order to properly confront back, you need to know what you actually are standing for when you say you are a conservative. And what we're telling you right now, just the classical liberalism thing and conservatism, they're intertwined. You can't be one without the other. So like I said earlier, when you're confronted, you need to make sure that you really harp on the point that you know, th- there hasn't actually been actual conservatism implemented in America mm-hmm. and, and its closest form when it was speaking specifically economically, there was great things happening. And then obviously, once we made the push towards civil rights, like we absolutely should have, gr- even greater things happened. But then you see more government control come in and then slowly we start to dilapidate as a country because the government gets a lot more control. And then yeah. it, so if we kept all the good things we've gained through those time periods and then instill conservatism in its true form, I know America would be great. We'd be greater than we've ever been. All of this talk about make America great again Mm -hmm. is all of just like one example of when you need to be very clear and you need to articulate what you believe as a conservative. And we'll go more into depth uh, in later episodes about the philosophy behind conservatism and individual topics like we've been saying. Mm -hmm. Um, Each podcast episode will be a specific topic. But we need, this is just an example of when you are confrontational, you need to be very clear about what you believe and you need to be uncompromising. Yes. And also uh, just never accept a false presupposition. Exactly. And a false premise. Yeah. Is the right word. And that's a good point because 
the reason we are called all these things is because most of the time we're too afraid to – I'm not saying we as in me and you, but conservatives, I know because people have talked to me, they're too afraid to speak out in response to people calling them racist or bigoted because they just get attacked again by being called racist and bigoted. They just shut down. Yeah, so they shut down. So we need to actually go out and defend ourselves and stop giving up that ground, stop letting them say those things about us. When they say that, you immediately correct them. You say that is not true. Here is why. And you have ample reasons to tell them why. So people listening – Get back out there. Stop being afraid to confront them back or talk about your beliefs. Let's actually go out there and be proactive in America so we can take back the political narrative that we're losing right now. Be classical liberals. Yes, and be classical liberal. Proactive, bold. Do it all. Do it all. Do it all. We got we're to. asking for a lot, but. We, gotta, we have to do these things so we can get back our society. We need to do this. We, we need to be confrontational again. And I'm tired of people sitting back and being too afraid to express their beliefs because they're too worried about how people are going to feel. How about this? Ideas only have consequence when you act on them. Yes. And you owe it to yourself to learn how to accurately and well defend your ideas so that those actions then have consequences. Yep. And with that being said, thank you guys for listening. Podcast out every Monday. Thank you so much. Thank you.